Hello, hello, everybody. NLC. Happy hey. March on Washington Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually in Washington. Oh, wow, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. I am in Washington. Um, I had decided I was coming for today long before COVID was going to lose its freaking mind, right? It was about that, because they announced it about the time COVID was a thing, but I thought that, you know, we were going to behave and things would be better by now. But they ain't. But no. So no, I'm, having, I'm in here, but I ain't out in there. Right. I'm right. a people, as y'all know. And you know what I tell people? I said, you all got to protest in your different ways. And I see the shirt. I see the shirt. I see the shirt. Oh, yeah. All right. See? Yes. There you go. Yeah. I'm in, the, I'm in the style of it, but I ain't there. So... I'm feeling the essence. As that is the only way to do it, especially since they're having inaugurations at the White House. So you got to counteract, counteract <laughs> the energy. <laughs> that, those fools. So did you watch any of the RNC, a little bit of it or what? I, I, I tried. Play invention as they're calling it. I, I honestly tried to avoid it like the play. Yeah. Uh, I saw certain clips of certain things, you know, going on like, um, the uh, Attorney General from the Breonna Taylor case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he buddy. We see, a... we, we see you. We see you, bro. We we, we see, see you. There's one thing that there's one video that my wife sent me that I thought was hilarious. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Okay, so she was giving a speech about how America is not racist, right? Right. All right. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. Nonsense. But you're entitled to your opinion. See, I'm picking up on hypocrisies of people's own words. Right. He made a speech about how America is not racist. And yet. The story talking about discrimination against her parents. <laughs> what do you think that discrimination was, Nikki? <laughs> like, how are you going to talk about a place that's not racist then literally give examples of how it was racist to your parents? Right. Well, and her name. Her Nikki, name is not in Nikki. In the first sentence. In the first Nikki. sentence. See, her name is not Nikki. She angleized her name so not. she could kill. She could, she could, like, you know, make her not sound so Indian. Right. Right. So just the, she. I mean, clearly, the fact that people call, have completely wiped away any traces that your name indicates your See, heritage shows that it, you're. There's something about the racism there's something America. else about that speech that I want people to just understand. People always use the but we made it out or my parents made it out as some sort of rebuttal to racism and discrimination. No, 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 no. It's fantastic that you guys succeeded. That doesn't negate the fact that there are certain obstacles that people on their way to success face in order to get to their position. And the fact that she literally used the discrimination of her parents along the way to being successful you're literally proving the point that we're making. Nobody's saying that no one's never going to make it and we're just all fucked up. We're never going to be shit, yada, yada, yada. No, we're saying that there are obstacles along the path that need to get out of the fucking way so people can then succeed uninhibited, right? And obstacles you have to face being black or of color that people don't have to face. To those issues, but then it's, it's almost as if like the ends justify anything that happened before. Like, okay, if you make it, 
then all the bullshit that you might have faced beforehand, oh, no, it, it, it's, it's fine now. No, it's not fine. We need to eradicate those blocks so somebody else doesn't have to go through the same thing that your parents did so then they could just be themselves where you don't feel the name to change your name, Mickey Haley. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, <laughs> so I didn't watch the entire convention, but there are certain things that I saw, and I was like, come on now. And like I said, I started off talking about the attorney general from the Breonna Taylor case. It's like, he literally got up there talking about how people need to be treated fairly, but then he literally has the power to dispense justice and is not doing it. So, bro, you're literally... And, and saying, although it's been over a year, as, no, 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 no. But that it takes time. And I'm like... Well, you're in control. And, and, and you have time to be sitting up at a fucking convention talking. Hello. What's up, buddy? Okay, bye, buddy. <laughs> in and out, in and out. <laughs> yeah, you're you're saying it takes time, but it's just like, yeah, you got all the time, so you got time to be making speeches about potential equality, but then don't want to use the platform that you've actually been given to dispense that equality. It's like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, he he is so lost. I wonder if he noticed how his fellow brother, man, Herman Cain, was essentially like disregarded and given no respect. Hello. There's a there's a lot of people watching. You're gonna wave. You wanna wave? You wanna wave? Okay. Say what's up? How you doing, people? <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll come check in a little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's the most inquisitive one out of out of the bunch. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I forget. Uh, what was I saying? Um, no, all right. So we were. Um, you were talking about. Uh, so we we left uh, Attorney General man. Uh, <laughs> Facebook. What was I saying? What, what, tell me. Help my old brain. What are they saying? I was saying on Facebook. It must not have been too too important. Either way, either way, it's like yeah, I, 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 it's impossible to wholly avoid, you know, the 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 convention or stuff. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't watch the the Democratic convention either, just because it was. At this point in time, there's nothing either side can tell me that's gonna be like, you know what, you guys are making some fantastic points. Like I've, I've, I've <laughs> you, said, you know what? Now that he's yeah, now that I heard that speech, I've, I've I'm changing up, everything. I've made up my mind. I'm, uh, you know, like it, it's, it, it's, it's not so the RNC and just be like, you know what, man? Yeah, everything is fucking great. Like, but but see, the the one overarching theme that I thought was interesting was, at least from the RNC, it's still in a lot of ways fed into that kind of doom and gloom vision of America about how like we need to four more years to get this right, get this right, get this right, and yada, yada, yada. But my thing is, I don't know how much that argument holds up when you're literally the ones in charge. So if everything is still fucked up, then that's on your watch, isn't it? Like you, you can't you can't blame your predecessor for all the ills anymore. Like you you've been in and, and the thing is not only are you guys in charge, you run every substantial branch of government. So if things are still fucked up, you guys did it. So it's like, who, who are you rebelling against? Are you rebelling well, against? I actually had my, one of my best friends from college was saying to me, they, she had the opposite reaction in that, she said they were acting like everything was great. And she's like, here you have, you know, 180,000 people dead of coronavirus. Um, 
you know, you have a civil war happening, you have uh, unemployment and, you know, a, a recession happening. And she said, and they, you know, of course, well, it makes sense why they would or acting like life is good. And she said, so it was so depressing. She said it was like she was in an alternate universe where, you know, yeah, the world was not, as she said, where the world is not literally burning because at this time, you know, California were having all these fires um, that aren't being handled well because, you know, when they fight fires, the reason why we're losing a battle is that they use a lot of inmates, right? And pay them like five cents a day to fight these fires, but they can't use them because so many inmates have coronavirus. This is how this stuff just well, is affected. I mean, to be fair, Randy, according to Trump, all you got to do is sweep the forest to stop all the fires. That's oh, the, just, that's, so that's, 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 that's it. I don't know why nobody's thought of that before. Hey, <laughs> sweep the forest, everything's going to be cool. We don't need COVID inmates if we just sweep the forest. So it's like He has such great ideas for everything. Put Lysol up your butt and just sweep in the forest. I, I, I think it was like back when he had made that bleach comment. I forgot what meme it was. Where somebody said, well, why don't you just shut up and let these idiots go drink bleach? <laughs> it's just like, you know what? We should have. Just we let them do it. Because if you need to be told not to drink bleach to combat the virus, you probably should be drinking bleach. But the sad thing is a lot of people did. You know, a lot of people did listen. I mean, the control he has. I mean, it's two things that are depressing. One, the control he has. But two, just really how ignorant people are. Like that's the argument for national because I don't like I said I don't differentiate you know Republican Democrat I'm not I don't even get wrapped up in that BS but the fact I do not like dumb people and the man is just <laughs> not right like I don't do well with people who are not I don't mind disagreeing with people but yeah dumb people and racist people like again I feel like I really believe it's good to you know name people people act like because he's the president we should name certain things. I'm like, it's it's because he's the president that we should name a thing. If, if we excuse racism, how can we get any better, right? If we it's don't not, call it, when we don't call it out when someone's racist, how do we ever get any better? I, 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 it's not real though. It's not real. It's just real, yeah, okay. Did you see the uh, what happened in the last hour? How part of the NBA agreement is that the stadiums all NBA stadiums stadiums will now be turned into giant voting centers. I didn't. That's, uh, yeah, that's that just came out within the last hour or two. Wow, so I didn't know that. Part of their negotiation to play all NBA all NBA you know centers where they play stadiums will now be turned into. Okay, you know what? That makes sense. That the reason why that makes sense is because I I not today but maybe yesterday I also heard where during the discussions that came out about how many of the NBA players are even actually registered to vote. And the number wasn't as high as I would have liked. <laughs> so, so it's, you know, it's, it's definitely illuminating that that's one of the things that, you know, they've agreed upon where it's like, what I, I have very mixed emotions about that entire scenario because it's like, they, it seems like they wanted to take a stand and then very quickly, Reneged on it. Yeah, I wish they had stuck with it. Like a game. Um, like what is a game? What is a game really? What yeah, is a I game? They stuck with it, but the fact that they did get so much out of it, I, I you know, th that's major because 
people really do not have, you know, they were doing everything in their power. They've done everything to ensure that people have a difficult time voting. They have done, I mean, that has been the way that people have remained in control of this country is that they do everything to ensure from ensuring that felons can't vote to completely shutting down centers to the absolute lining of countries to, you know, to make sure that people's votes that you know, that, that people's voices are drowned out. And so I feel like that move is so incredibly powerful. Um, and, you know, to shutting down the damn postmaster, you know, the whole fucking, um, which, is, which is actually in the constitution, by the way, that we have, you know, that. Um, I just find it very, I think a powerful, powerful move. Because at first I was like, well, what was the damn point? But they did at least get some things. And they are showing that, well, I mean, they, they're showing that they have a level of power. Right, because I, I mean, I really was kind of getting sick of. I just don't want to see the damn T-shirts. I just don't want to see the kneeling. I mean, all that is great, but it's also symbolic. I also want to see where they're using their power to make real change happen. That's 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 fair. I still think they should have taken off more games because, like, I I because I, I, I don't know because it it, it 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 just feels like, especially when it comes out to the fact that out of all of the teams only two of them, the Lakers and the Clippers, didn't want to play. Everybody else pretty much wanted to continue. So it's kind of like, where's everybody's priorities really? But then again, it's like, I can't speak for other people's livelihoods. If this is how you guys, you know, since this is how you guys, you know, take care of your families, what have you, like, I can't tell you not to do something. But I mean, I, I would like to think you guys are in a better position than, you know, most of us. Well, I would think for most of them, it's not just money. I mean, they're spending all this time away from their families because most of them have worked since they were two years old, you know, or three years old to get to a point where they can, you know, play in a playoff game. Like this is, mm -hmm. like they love what they're doing. It's what they've dedicated everything for. So this is their day in Supreme Court in a sense, right? And so I think that is really hard to let go. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, I did kind of wish they would ride it longer, but I do think it's nice that they showed a level of power. And regardless of how much money they lost, what, you know, my point to everybody was the losers were actually the networks, the networks, the, the advertisers, you know, those people are the ones who lose money and they need to understand that, you know, they depend on us to make money. I mean, you know, black, black people have bought so much culture and made so many white people wealthy that you know and we've just acted as if we did not have a choice and at least to show i think what i've been seeing a lot of and not just with the basketball players but you know i'm seeing actors and actresses journalists walking off of newspapers and saying i have an absolute choice if you don't respect me to leave you alone and that and i'm valued when you lose me you are losing somebody important you know we hold a lot of this stuff together right this is exactly, and that the point that you're making is exactly why I was so disappointed in the NFL when Kaepernick oh. was in the league, because it's like you guys are undervaluing how much pressure you can actually put on them. Yes. You know, you're you're you're, you're under you're undervaluing. Like, okay, Colin was a sacrificial lamb because at the time that he did it. He was a second-string quarterback. So it was easier to put him to the back. But I guarantee you that if, I mean, that, Patrick Mahomes just got basically like yeah. a half a billion dollars uh, for a contract. Patrick Mahomes says I'm kneeling. Guess what? The Chiefs ain't doing shit. 
<laughs> That's exactly what I said. Because when he starts playing again, you're going to want him. You're going to need him. So guess what? You're not going to – yeah, go ahead. Try and bench Patrick Mahomes and see how far the Kansas City Chiefs get. But the problem is, is that in our community – of what the owners are, 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 are going to do, enough to the point that it's like you're placing more emphasis – on them than yourselves and like yes they're the ones with the bank checks and etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's like the reason why they have the bank checks is because you guys are putting it in their pockets you hurt those pockets i bet you they their their timbre is going to change their tone's going to change 73 percent of the players <laughs> are black we could we could have shut that shit down but they let they let they let kaepernick essentially go out by himself oh completely like how does he feel Goodell was you know, I wish I would have listened back then. We got it wrong. I'm just like, all oh, that shit is cute, but there's no action that goes into rectifying that. They're, they're words. They're just words. It doesn't... It's words. And it's four years it. later, and how many people have died now? And you're talking about, oh, now that I think about it, I should have ruled with cat. What, asshole? Like, you know how many people have died with this bullshit, and you're still not really doing anything to make any real difference i mean and we're supposed to be so beholden and thankful that a white man has seen the error of his ways and, and apologized to a black man we should be ha happy just for that because they're not supposed to apologize to us in some people's eyes that's a big deal and then here we are and then here we are another week and another incident i mean jacob blake is alive i don't know how well he's going to be he is, you know, alive, thankfully. But then once again, it turns to, why are you guys reacting this way? I'm just like, bitch, we're still mad about all the other shit that happened this year. Like, none of the anger subsided from before. Or, or, or is the anger new? I think one thing that has struck me is that people always say, you know, George Floyd, George Floyd, George Floyd. And I keep trying to express to people who do not know we were we've been angry long before George Floyd. I mean, lo, I mean, long before, right? And so this is not just. I mean, don't not to discount who he is and well, was has been to the movement, but it's this not just about him. I mean, what what did people think Ferguson was? <laughs> I know, or, or Trayvon Martin, or I mean, have, like, just what I try to tell people. What just happened after Rodney King? What did y'all think that was? Or, or just the little things that happen to every black person on a weekly basis, right? Just little slights that we've all had. What? And so, what I tell people they're not getting is people are coming out now. People are now just feeling comfortable to share the pain. It's not that the pain is new. We're just coming out now to share it. And once again, with Jacob Blake, you already see the play. It happens every time. I've written about it every time it happens that they try to, you know, throw a person's name under the bus every single time something happens. Now they're saying, just like, oh, he had a knife in the car. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. First of all, look, 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 people, 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 listen, anybody, I don't care, white people, black people who don't understand, anybody, look, if there are five to seven police officers with guns, Nobody in their fucking right mind is going to a car to get a knife. What the fuck am I? Am I a samurai? Like, am I like, what am I going to do? I'm a fucking, I'm a ginsu a bunch of fucking cops on some super speed light shit? No. Nobody going to the car to get a knife to go battle multiple cops with guns. That is a stupid excuse to explain why somebody got shot in front of his kids. In front of his kids. In, in his back. 
in his back. Seven times in his back. And on top of that, somebody on my timeline just put up a video of this white guy with, a, with an actual knife in his hand chasing after this uh, woman cop. And she has her gun out and she keeps backing up, backing up, backing up. And I'm just like, he actually has the knife trying to point it at you. And you still haven't shot him yet. <laughs> and I, right. I don't want that man to get shot. No. I don't want anybody to get shot. And that's not a logical explanation. They did the same thing Alton Sterling. It's just like, okay, Alton Sterling had a gun in his pocket. But guess what? When they said that he was allegedly going for the gun, he was already both arms pinned to the ground. So, like, like once again, am I, am I a superhero that I can bounce two cops off my biceps to go get this gun that's in my pocket? Like, what are you, you talking about? You know what, about? though? As, as in, in, in the way I believe that a lot of white people have been taught to think, you do have superhero villain strength. And black males are seen as monsters in this country. So actually, in some people's minds, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's yes. None of this makes, we're not talking about logical sense, but to them, they write, they believe, like, oh my gosh. The cop that shot Michael Brown literally said to a reporter, I shot him twice and I and it seemed like it only made him matter. <laughs> and, and, and I remember writing about it at the time. I was like, this motherfucker must be the Hulk. He must be the Hulk. Well, I could get shot two times and then all of a sudden you're just like, girl, I'm going to go get you now. No, that's not how human beings work. <laughs> but they don't see, that's what I'm saying. They don't even see us as human. And so they just say some dumb uh, shit. I wanted to show you this thing I just read. This guy tweeted, he said, I heard a good question today. Why is murder an appropriate response to property damage? but property damage isn't an appropriate response to murder. Because we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so deep. I thought that was so I mentioned it on this podcast, uh, on this video before. I went to school in Boston. So I was around when the Red Sox won some World Series, when the Patriots won oh. some World and the amount of property damage I saw in Boston, not nary a person died. <laughs> <laughs> they might have got hit with some rubber bullets, but ain't nobody dead. Ain't nobody dead. Nope. But then now all of a sudden, like yo, and then and then I just wrote about fucking white boy blues matter MAGA man yesterday. Oh uh, my gosh. And he just walked right past those people like it was no big deal. The fact that there are so many people. All right, so listen. Let me let me, let me put it like this. Anytime a black person gets shot or killed or choked or whatever, right? They immediately bring up the things he or she has done wrong. Any laws they might have broken, whether if it was something along the lines of like a misdemeanor. I forgot who we were talking about in before. school in third grade, they found it. Right. White boy, blue lives matter, MAGA man, right? <laughs> Now, I'm not even going to mention his name. I did it enough in that article. White boy, blue lives matter, MAGA man, 17 years old, is not able to carry a firearm in an open carry state. He's not old enough. The age is 18. So, A, he illegally has a gun. One. Number two, he's outside after curfew the same way all the protesters that the police chief criticized. He's, he, so, he already violated two rules. Number three, this is not a violation of the rule. He's not even from Wisconsin. Right. 
So your man drove a half an hour. Oh no, he didn't drive. His mama drove him. His mama drove him. My my fault because yeah. mama drove him. number one, he's underage. Right. <laughs> right. To go protect a car dealership that's not his. Right. With a bunch of police officers giving all those militia people water. Oh yeah. And essentially thanking them for their service. But then you got news outlets saying, hey, he was outside painting shit before he shot all those people. But then you go flip to how they talk about the actual murder victims. Trayvon had weed in his system. Man, I probably got weed in my system and I haven't smoked in years. I probably still got weed in my system. What right. that? <laughs> like, and, 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 and the point that everybody keeps saying is that even if someone is totally wrong, that does not um, no. justify murder. Do, do people in America know that we have a judicial system? Like, do, do they know what the actual judicial system is for? Well, I think they think it's for them. It's, it's for people, for, not for others. It's for determining people's innocence or guilt. Right. So, if Jacob Blake did something wrong, take him to the motherfuckers who can determine his guilt or innocence. Right. Shooting him in the back in front of his kids is not part of the job description. No. That's not, that's not part of your job description. But you guys like to talk about broken rules only when it applies to other people. I literally just named multiple rules that that 17-year-old kid broke. And there's literally people like Tucker Carlson getting on news networks and saying that he's dispensing justice because the cops wouldn't. He said that about a kid who just murdered two people and shot a third. Right. Yeah, you know, I got to say... Riots and protests. Ain't nobody dead. We haven't killed nobody yet. Haven't killed a person yet. But we're, 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 we're demon spawns. Ain't nobody dead. There's nobody dead. And not responsible for most of the looting and mayhem that's been out there. They've had film on top of film of who's doing that. But, you know, because we know, we, know, we know that we can't get away with the shit that they get away with, right? We know that. But... You know, that kid really pissed me off because it's like, oh, he really has you know, pissed look, me look, off. Look, and the fact look, that he's being defended. Think about this a man gets shot, people protest that man getting shot, and his response is to shoot the people protesting about the fact that a man got shot, right? Am I the only one that? <laughs> <laughs> like so your response to people upset about getting shot is to shoot them <laughs> we're crazy but we're crazy and we're crazy and it's wrong when we yeah yeah i mm. <laughs> like yeah and that's what i mean by like dumb people at a certain point it just seems like some people would say yeah you know so-and-so's my boy or i love these kind of people but they, this person was wrong on this but it's like the blind love is what's so scary. Just blindly, like, regardless of what happens, we're going to be broken. You and I talk all the time about gray areas. Because everything, there's a gray area. Yeah. I don't understand this logic that you can't be in support of police officers doing their job and them not recklessly killing people. You can, it's like, you remember the Venn diagrams in school? Like, yo, there's overlap, baby, there's overlap. You can be both at the same time. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say, cops are inherently evil. 
mind you, I can't even point to I can't even point to multiple positive experiences I've had with cops. And mind you, I'm a law-abiding citizen, quote unquote. I'm a law-abiding citizen, which people love to throw that around as some justification for why bad shit don't happen to them. But anyway, on paper, I am a law-abiding citizen, and I still can't tell you multiple positive interactions I've had with police. But I'm still not going to sit here and say that they're inherently evil. Right. So why can't people just say, oh, you know what? I'm in support of them. That was fucked up. Right. You can do- That's what I don't get. You can do both. You can do Absolutely. both. But you know what? Unintelligent people can't. It has to be one way or the other. And, you know, Trump has made his whole whatever on just people who are not smart. It has to be one way or the other. That's the only way they can function. And it's the only way they think because they don't think. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Like that, that, the night after, like I said, I'm not going to say his name, white boy, blue, Lila Nevada, MAGA man. I, I, I literally shed a tear because like, it wasn't because it wasn't just because of the shooting that was bad enough. But then in succession, I saw news of the shooting. Then I saw the chief of police of Kenosha say, if everybody wasn't out past curfew, then maybe this wouldn't have happened. It's our fault. It's our fault. And then I saw blaming. And then I saw Tucker Carlson's comments after that. So this was all within like a half an hour of each other. And I, 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 I at that point, I was just like, you know, like it was like, I, like, I, like I quit. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, what? fuck, fuck it. Fuck. fuck well, that, it. that's so interesting. That's that is. It's interesting that you say that because I definitely had those moments, you know, where I'm like, you know what, forget it, right? And it's so interesting because, you know, I do this, you know, equity, diversity, inclusion training. And that same, like, I get an email from a potential client saying, you know, we're having budget constraints. Would you talk to us? You know, blah, blah, blah. I am so sick of right? People say we're dedicated to making our place inclusive and da da da, but they always want to like not invest in it in any way, financially, time-wise, they want to BS it. And I just, I literally am at the point where I'm like, no, like if you don't, if you don't value it, good luck. Because one thing I do see that's happening, regardless if people are watching or not, is that people are tired. And so if you do not get your shit right, things are going to spill over, explode, implode, and not go well. Because the level of just, if, if people are looking at the world and saying, you know, we can't get away with some BS, if they don't have the intelligence to look at what happens in the NBA and say, we better act a certain way or things are not going to go well for us, continue pretending as if you have an option to not deal with people fairly because it's not going to go well. I'm saying like it's, and I, and so sometimes, you know, what pe- I've been hearing a lot of, I want to do the right thing, almost as if people are doing a favor for black people. Right. And I'm like, no, you better do the right thing for yourselves. The world is changing and you better get on board and figure out how you're going to deal in this country. This changing, this diverse country where people want to be treated a certain way or things are going to go very well for your company for your family for your job and that's just it and so yeah so when you say give up like i'm at that point where i'm like you know what if you don't get it go on because i'm just go on with yourself i wish you the best because you know what else this this situation another part of why i was like super bummed out about it all was 
there's this notion that the future generations are going to rectify the mistakes of their predecessors. So it's like, you know what, man, like, once we get these old people out of here, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be They'll die off. White boy, blue lives matter. MAGA man, 17. Exactly. So the next generation is still fostering those same feelings and ideas. And not only that, they're literally taking action on it. So you can't just hope that, you know, future generations are just going to be on board because people like him are showing that they're not. When Dylan Roof, I forgot how young Dylan Roof was. Yeah. When he did all that shit that he did. Yeah. He wasn't the oldest neither. And walk into the church. And those people, those people were raised by, you know, the people that we say, "Oh, it'll just die off." And, you know, people seem to keep thinking that racism is something that will just go away because people will die off, or because there's people who are biracial that's going to make racism go away, or something like that. And I'm like, no, it actually but takes work. But biracial, but then you get Nikki Haley. <laughs> <laughs> So that idiot. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 that is the problem. Those people like going back to where we started, Herman Cain, who think that they've made it, you know, like the AG, you know, they uh, in uh that's dealing with the Breonna Taylor case, like that think that they have made it so they don't they don't have to do anything for their people or to uplift people behind them. And it's like, you are going to get fucked over. I can't tell you when and I can't tell you how, but I guarantee you that you're going to be like Herman Cain and they're not going to even address your ass. And you basically lost your life standing in allegiance with some dogma that told you you had to show up. You didn't have to wear a mask because you as a black guy felt like you had to be super Republican. You couldn't just be that brother because you know, really, you could be whoever you want. If you want to be Republican, fine. But he had to, you know, when we think that beyond, yeah. yeah, he had to be super. Yeah, right. Do everything. And dead now, and they're not doing it. I mean, was there a funeral? Did Trump show up? I mean, did the flags go half staff? Anything for the brother? For the ex brother? You brought up a, a good point that I think applies to him, Herman Cain, and I'm going to keep on beating on Nikki Haley. I'm sorry. But it applies to her as well. But it's the idea that it's the same, it's the same idea that if you actually ascend to a certain position, then that either absolves you of any actions to, to rectify you know, issues or to pretend like it's not real or doesn't exist. Now, look, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm the most ballingest dude in the world, but I, 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 I do all right, right. by you know, people saying like, if you look at me on paper, you know, saying I'm the I'm the ghetto success story. I <laughs> don't even understand why we're complaining. Right, but then it's like, They've allowed us to do so much. But me getting to a certain position doesn't make me blind to everything else that I see going on out there. And not know that it, it, could, be, it could be you. I mean, it's a, and it, even, it was funny when you said how many uh, basketball players are not registered to vote. Like I sometimes think that people think that this has nothing to do with me, either because of what they haven't, where they aren't in life, or where they are, right? And the thing is, is that 
as crazy as it sounds, like racism doesn't discriminate. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it doesn't, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you know? And so it's, it's so interesting to me that people just feel completely detached from the system. You know, like, like we've been talking about how people are like, you know, they're spending, Black people are, you know, are spending so much energy in tearing down uh, Kamala, right? And I'm like, I'm not saying that we could not have done things where you had choices and options that you liked better, but this is the fucking choice you got right now. This is it. Regardless of how you feel about it, this is it. So really get off that. Now you can't concentrate on changing the system in the future, but right now you essentially have two choices and we are still within this system that they're going to vote and they're going to choose one or two people. Ain't no person going to third person going to party going to come up with nobody's up. Whether we think it's wrong or right, this is the facts that we live in and it affects us all. So it's either one or the freaking other. So just right now, be quiet and put all that energy into changing the system that should be better maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, really, this really, cause it's like, cause I, I've still seen like, you know, a couple of narratives where it's like, you know, people are, 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 are defiant in the sense that, you know, you're not gonna bully me into making this decision or that decision. It's like, Okay, so 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 sit out, sit out this election, fine. But but if you do sit out this election, I don't want to hear shit from you about what Trump did or didn't do if he gets back in there. Don't don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me nothing. I don't want to hear shit. If you don't want to do anything to actually contribute to ousting somebody that you, <clears throat> by your own definition, is abhorrent if you don't want to do anything about that don't complain it's the same way that on previous episodes we talked about like how my my friends and i are where it's kind of like you can make this poor decision but if i warned you about this poor decision you then can't complain to me about the disastrous outcome afterwards so it's like you gotta go you gotta eat it you gotta live with this poor decision so it's the same way too it's like i don't want to hear nobody complain about nothing if you don't want to do anything to contribute to ousting a current regime. If, if, the, 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 the worst we've seen as far as for us. Like, so the worst, the worst, the worst. You're going to have to show me somebody's worse than him. Oh, I says it all the time. Trump is so wild that he makes GW look competent. Oh, you start missing him. Like, I wonder how that, you know, force him on the curb. Like, I miss them. People forget how ridiculous GW was. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like the same man is like, yo, one of my favorite quotes in the world. He's just like, there's a saying in Tennessee. It's the same in Texas. He's like, fool me once. Can't oh, get, I remember that shit. You can't get fooled again. Like, yo, he, said, like, he said this in front of people. Like, <laughs> he was the president. And he looks competent compared to what we have now. Like, I, that's frightening. That's frightening. It is frightening. It, 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 mm, but, I mean, it just seems kind of unreal right now. Like, it, it just, I'm overwhelmed with, I don't know, everything. Uh, what do you feel about this march that's going on right now in D.C.? The March on Washington. That I, I mean, I'm here for, but not here, there. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, ruffle any feathers in the sense that, listen, we need to, I'm always down for acknowledging the great, you know, the great deeds of the ones who walked before us, especially everything that they've given in order for us to be here, especially since we just lost, you know, 
John Lewis. We just lost John Lewis. So it's like you, you, you need to, you know, acknowledge the, the, the people that have come before us. But it's just like, man, I don't know. Maybe it's just restless energy, but it's just kind of like, listen, if we're going to walk, can we walk to the same White House where they're out here taking pictures in a rose garden while everything is fucking falling apart around us? Like, it's like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's less about us and more about, I don't know half the time what needs to be done to just shake the cobwebs loose in people's heads. It's just like, I, 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 I'm, we've tried everything. We've marched peacefully. We've broken some shit up. We've done everything in between. You guys have a criticism for every single mode of protest that we have, but then don't do anything to maybe get us to stop protesting. You know, you know what we would love to do? Not have to protest. <laughs> Not have to do anything. Great. That would be fantastic. I would rather stay in the house with the family. Like I, I would rather not have to go outside and, and yell at folks about some shit. You know, that's the thing that I feel like is misplaced a lot of times. We don't enjoy this. It's, it, it, it's like... That's it's always like, been interesting to me. Up, okay. You always pull up the race card. It's just like, we would rather not do that. It is not fun. We would rather not do that. It's exhausting. Right. It, is, it is exhausting. It is tiring. I'd much rather not do that. But you know, that's the word that everybody is using is exhausting and tiring. Everybody's talking about how tired they are. You know, I mean, <clears throat> that there are people who have to, you know, and I hope people and corporations get that, that the Black people who are showing up for work every day, whether it be on Zoom or in person or at your door delivering your food, like you need to tip more, smile harder, give them promotion because the fact that, pe that Black people are functioning right now as we are seeing trauma after trauma after trauma, I mean, we are living, we are being traumatized every day is honestly just a testament to who we are as people. And that we just want equal rights and not revenge as people say, it's amazing to me because how we are just able to remain sane. I mean, cause I understand that everybody hurts when they, you know, it's not a good, not everybody, but some people hurt when they see how we're executed on the streets for doing nothing but going to check on our kids in a car. But when it looks like our brother and our father and our uncle, and we so relate to these people and we know it could be us or our friends or our family, the level of trauma you cannot even understand. And so that people are still day to day to day functioning halfway that we are still able to get out of the beds every day and, and, and that we are not just blowing some shit up. And then that when one of their people do something, they want to talk about where his parents got divorced when he was four or some bullshit to excuse the behavior. I think somebody's at the door. Hold on. <laughs> we had to pause for one minute. Yeah, go, 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 go. I will, I will sing to keep you all company. <laughs> I know what y'all don't want. But I hope you guys are doing okay, you know, out here in, you know, this world right now because it's tough. So just know one of the reasons that we had, we decided to take the podcast and go live. And so you can see faces and connect with people, regardless of how we look from day to day, is that we know connection is important. And we just want, wanted you guys to know that we're, you know, we're thinking about you because we're thinking about us and we know we're having a hard time. So 
all of us are, right? It's just, it's not a freaking easy time. Um, I flew to DC. It's the first trip I've taken since March, uh, beginning of March. And if y'all knew, I used to fly all the time. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't scared of the COVID as much as because the airports were empty. The plane was less than half full. Um, I was covered from head to toe. I mean, I was looking embarrassing. Like my kids were like, oh, mom, you really just overdid it. I looked crazy because um, I was going to protect myself. I sanitized everything. So I wasn't scared of the COVID. What scared me the most was all these videos I see of people refusing to wear their mask. And so it scared me that I would pop off. And I was like, Lord, have mercy. I'm going to pop off. I have to go to jail. LC, I'm talking about flying to D.C. Oh, and okay, okay. it was my first flight. You know, I used to fly, you know, probably two, three times a month before. It was my first flight since beginning of March. Um, and I was saying I wasn't scared of catching the coronavirus because, I mean, it was literally empty. empty, empty, empty. And I was like covered from head to toe looking like a beekeeper or something. <laughs> but I was scared that I was going to pop off on somebody. Right? Because, you know, first of all, I'm already stressed. But if somebody did some dumb shit talking about they weren't wearing a mask, <laughs> coming towards me i'm serious that is what scared me because i'm like i'm really too old to be but i was like i know i don't have the personality to tolerate some tomfoolery because i saw i'm an actor fool so please lord don't let that person come across me just please i was the opposite of i wish a motherfucker would i was the opposite of that person like not today not today <laughs> no, yeah the friends that the friends that i have that i've seen flying i've so far, it's, they've kind of been in rows by themselves and what have you. So it's been, I guess, positive in, the, in, in that regard. So, I mean, maybe as it stands now, that might lighten it up to, you know, the potential of going somewhere. But then I also had like a gaggle of people to take with me. So that every yeah, other there were people flying with families. I mean, you know, I wore my mask the whole time. And like, but because I flew so much, I've always been a person who was disinfecting the hell out of everything anyway. Like I was always that person. So that wasn't really different. Um, the only thing that was different is that I could do it and people not look at me like I was crazy. Because literally, <laughs> people back in the day would look at me like, really, bitch? Like, you coming out with the, like, you know, the, all the whites and the pine Lysol and the pine saw. I mean, I'm crazy because, you know, you get people get sick all the time when they fly before. Mm -hmm. So I was always like, I am not trying to fly all the way to be on this fabulous beach only to get sick. I'm not going to be sick on my vacation. No, I feel, I feel I saw something like, I think, Naomi Campbell, used to talk about that too where like oh yeah, yeah. she's she's all the way live with her stuff immediately start hitting all that all, all the seats and all the trays and everything i'm just like yeah she, she, she she's right she's right she's better than us she's right yep she is so yeah that so luckily everybody acted well uh i'll fly back sometime next week and hopefully i'll get lucky again and y'all don't have to get bail money if something does happen and y'all have a collection y'all give to my bail fund okay there'll be a go fund me to get yeah. randy b out no justice, no peace. Get me out, y'all, because y'all know they're going to arrest me. Y'all know I'm the one going. And, and listen, they, they try to swoop up everybody anyway, so. Right, yeah, so y'all know I'm the one going down, regardless of what happens. So I don't know what we were talking about before. Yeah, no, we messed up things I, up. I do, I, do, I do remember because um, you brought up uh, Black people functioning in the workplace, and it, oh. it, it made me think about um, – you know, at my job right now, too, like, you know, they've, you know, been relatively proactive in the sense of having a lot of panels and discussions in regards to, you know, diversity in America, diversity within the company, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's, it, it, I feel like it's well-intentioned, so I'm not going to knock them for that. Right. It's more so, you know, when you, when you have these discussions with other employees and 
you can tell they're talking from a, a theoretical place. Yeah. But then here, people like me swoop in. Where like, now I got like real life examples of this shit, you know. <laughs> and then it's like it, it throws everybody back. Like, oh shit, this is happening to you. Because once again, I'm I'm the the success story, right? You're I'm the exceptional Negro. Right, right. I'm 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 the I'm, I'm the special Negro. Right. But all the same things that's happening to all these less fortunate people is happening to me too. So it's like, oh, so maybe socioeconomic status is not the determining factor here. And then, and, and then they see it for themselves that it's just like, no, this isn't, and, and mind you, I'm talking about people who are on my team that are in their like 40s and 50s that just have no cognition of what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's like, it's also like, wait, this is happening for real? I'm just like, yes, this is happening. Every single day, because like I, I've said on this, I'm amazed at how ignorant people were to black people's struggle. Like, where have you been? And don't get me wrong, we hide a lot. We don't. We hide a lot, but I am. I am fully surprised at how uninformed people are about us. You know. You know what it is too. We 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 talk. We've talked on this before about empathy and yeah. a general lack thereof. But I, I've also noticed that that. Unless, you know, people are just like generally just better people, <laughs> you know, the empathy never seems to dissipate until they know somebody personally. So it's, they know, it's going back to the office, they know me. So it's like, oh my gosh, this is happening to people like LC. Now I'm going to take it seriously. It's like, yo, you shouldn't have to wait for me to tell you my story to then believe every other story that's constantly being beat down in everyone's face every day. You shouldn't have to know somebody personally to understand. Like, I don't, granted, I, I do have a bunch of family members who've died from cancer, but I didn't need to know somebody personally to realize that cancer is fucked up. Like, people always, and it's the same shit. We, can talk, we need a cure for it. We can talk the same thing about the coronavirus. Like, people just don't seem to take shit seriously until it's like, oh, man, my aunt got it. Yes, bitch, because it's real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it, it's been interesting. So anything else to add for this week to wrap up? I, 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 um, actually, completely off topic just because I'm relatively, uh, it's relatively new for me. Like, I wrote a post today about, um, I did a DNA test. Oh, you did! I did, and um, you so know, are you Swiss? what's up? Are you Swiss? No, so <laughs> I, I <laughs> there, there there is about like seven percent mixture of Europe in there. There, there, okay. you know, obviously, but um, no, it was interesting to see. It was like uh, like I came back like seventy four percent Nigerian. Yeah, which makes sense also because I know that my grandmother on my father's side is of Nigerian descent. So I like I like. That makes sense too, but you know, throwing some Irish, you're throwing some Chinese in there too, which I thought yeah. was hilarious because I'm just like, there's nothing about me that says Chinese, but I'll take it. I will yeah. take it. But no, it was, it was, it was, it was more so. The purpose of the post is more so to talk about how I've kind of just been on this journey to reconnect with Africa as much as possible, just because Dang. you know it's been it's been stolen from all of us, and that's hey, doing doing what she does. <laughs> Always, anytime I'm around, it's like, hey, what's he doing? Like, but no, it's 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 just like a like a desire to, you know, reconnect with heritage that was taken from us, you know, and it's and and you know, and, and I think the more we don't feel at home, 
the more we don't feel at home here, there is a need to attach to That's something. That's and exactly. The more that the America tells us this isn't your home, and it is. Don't get me wrong. We paid the mortgage on this motherfucker right Absolutely. now. America is our home. You know, I, I just I just this week had somebody come on Randy B and say, well, since you don't like it, why don't you leave? You know, like they, the, like they think it's original, right? And I'm like, I ain't going nowhere. This is my shit. This is my house, unless I choose to understand. There, 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 there is, yes. You're absolutely right. You ain't going to tell us when to leave. You but, have to tell us, but it is our place as much as it is theirs. On the same token, if we all did decide to leave, Guarantee your, your 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 standard of living is gonna go down. Oh, it's dramatically. And don't get me wrong. I, I do I, my goal is to have a home or something uh outside of the United States, probably somewhere in the continent. But um and that's why I've been like visiting and stuff. I mean, I do see me having a place, but but never think that you, that America is more yours than mine. That just always uh, you know in, infuriates me as if I'm a visitor that they can kick out when they want to or tell me to leave. No, this is this I, I paid this mortgage too. We we in this together, right. right? And so either we learn how to get along or not. I want to get along. If you don't want to, that's fine, but I'm still going to be here because it's my house too. I'm not visiting. You can't kick me out. You can't tell me to go if I don't like it. But outside of that, now that, you know, because we've actually, my wife and I have been planning, honestly, for next year, we were planning to, you know, take a trip to, to Ghana. But of course, A, COVID, B, new baby, that, uh, that kind of, you know, eroded a lot of those plans. But I'm going to need a lot of, uh, um, information from you about places to visit, places to go. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I have plenty of people to, to connect you with and things like that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the that, that's got to go down ASAP. ASAP. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very healing. It's very healing. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, enjoy your weekend. Same to you. As much as we can. I mean, where you heading out? <laughs> I mean, we don't do much differently. Uh-oh, did I hit something? And, no, oh, sorry. And, uh, I will talk with you. Thanks for, hey guys, thanks on Facebook for hanging with us. And, and, and you know, thanks for sticking with me through the changing of location. But some shit happens, baby. It happens. Hey, this is like, the, everybody's getting that. Everybody gets it. All right, y'all. All right. Be easy. Peace. Bye.